Okay, so I think I've I think I've got it recorded. Wait, I gotta get my notebook. And, nope. Oh. What? I, I gotta get a drink to it. Hold just a second. Okay. Well. Okay. Well. So I think it's going. All right. Um, Wait, do you need anything? Yeah, I probably have to go to the bathroom, but... Yeah. <laughs> well, it, you know, I'm old. Is it recording? Oh, yeah, it is. Oh, wait, what is this? Oh, this is the... Truly Unlimited Podcast. Here we go. Hello, everyone, and welcome to the Truly Unlimited Podcast. I am Don Bruce, and I am here with... Jeff Plunkett. Bum, 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 bum. And apparently he has his own intro music. Yes, um, yes. <laughs> I'm sorry. I didn't, I didn't know. I didn't come with my own intro music. You didn't tell me. Well, the, there's a reason why I didn't tell you, because... It's I... all about you. <laughs> <laughs> wow. Wow. There's, there's no claws or anything, but... I, so maybe a little bit, and this is very fitting for the topic, <laughs> sure, for the for the subject course, matter. But yes, <laughs> why uh, don't you tell us what that subject matter is oh, while okay, I okay. while I get some disinfectant, iodine, and some bandages and and deal with my wounds right now. <laughs> All right. So today our subject is who are others to me, and Ow, we that burns. <laughs> And we are looking at our Perspective Questions PDF that you can pull off of our website. Um, it talks about, it basically is a graphic that Jeff came up with in November. And um, basically where we can look at everything based on ourselves, our own needs, wants, fears, and desires. Or we can look at things based on who God is outside of us, and it's and it has different um, circles having to do with ourselves and God and others, and it's it's really good of whether you're going one direction or the other, and how it affects our lives. And um, Jeff had talked about even how this affects the well, it doesn't affect but it's affected by how we perceive what's permanent and temporary. Yeah, yeah. So we'll talk about that just a moment because okay. it is important to what we're going to talk about today. It, you know, so, so you know, we talk a lot in terms of temporary and, and permanent or tempor- temporal and permanence. Um, so, but, in, and here's the, the point in that is, you know, everything that we engage in life, in, in ourselves, um, whatever we're going through, whatever we have, everything is, everything is temporary. Right. Like if you can see it, it's temporary. If it's visible, if it's touchable, if it's smellable, um, if it's tasteable, I would start to say lickable. Um, that's disgusting. Well, <laughs> I guess that would be true too. Yeah. Yes. See, there's about about fifty percent of what I say is a shock to me whenever I say it. So it just it's just a surprise. This my mouth is working a little faster than my brain sometimes. But but I don't show the shock <laughs> whenever you say things. Well, again, it's a surprise <laughs> to me. I just you know anyway. But you know if it's if it's any of those things if it's if it's if it's touchable, tasteable, etc., 
it's temporary. It's not going to be around forever. It hasn't been around. Understand this. It hasn't been around forever, and it won't be around forever. Um, It won't be, and you won't be around. You weren't around before, and you won't be around after physically. And so, so... what we're part of this conversation that you know this this you know it's a it's it's stated on some other resources that we have but it is an underlying point on this this graphic that we we've provided for you is that like all of these things are you know if you start with yourself you're temporary others temporary um, the needs, the, the, the needs, desires, fears, and experiences, those four things, those are all temporary. Right. Um, they're all momentary, and you don't even really have a full grasp of. Matter of fact, you have a minuscule grasp of what's happening in the current. Um, I think I shared this on an on a early, early podcast, but... 99.999967% of all the data that's coming to your brain in a second is actually filtered out, meaning you're only taking in 0.000033% of all the data, and then you're engaging it, and then how much of that do you forget in about 90 minutes, 60 right. to 90 minutes? About 80 to 90% of that is actually like, I don't need that, flushing that out. Um, all that you're really retaining is the emotional ex- emotional memory, not so much the data. There's, you know, the data is like barnacles on a boat. It's attached, but the real thing is about, anyway, I won't go into all of the depths <laughs> of that. But here's my point. The point in, in saying that is, look, those are all temporary things, and they're not even complete. They're, it's a tiny fraction of understanding. We think it's I understand all because we want to understand all, but we, we're right. ignorant of our own ignorance. We don't know what we don't know. And most most of what we actually experience in the world, we don't know. We're not, we have no understanding of it. But whenever you're looking through a keyhole, you think everything that you can see through a keyhole is all that there is to see. And it's not. There's You're not seeing it. You're not understanding it. You're not engaging it. And then then again but it's temporary it's going to pass away it's like a moving keyhole so you're looking at it and it's going oh well that's actually gone now it, it right. seemed and and i'm going to say something else here that it is very 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 important so our drive is i want i want something reliable i want something sustaining I want something that is permanent I want something that that gives me clarity so I'm looking through a keyhole I'm looking at the things that I can see and and I'm going to pretend that they are permanent I'm going to pretend that they are complete I'm going to pretend that I know I'm going to pretend and I'm going to lie to myself so much that I believe it why because and here's here's the very 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 important thing to understand it's because we are designed to long after God we are designed to long after his 
permanence. He is exclusively permanent forever and ever and ever always. Always has been, always will be, nothing else is. However, what we get caught up in is what we can see, what's around us. I can touch it, I can taste it, I can hear it, I can smell it, um, and whatever else is in the senses um, that I've missed. Um, it's all there, and so I think, oh, that's real because I can touch it, and so I'm going to pretend it's reliable and permanent. Why? Because I long for the permanence. We are placing our longing for God on something that is not God. We're placing our longing for permanence on something that is only temporary, which is exactly what you know the the people in the Old Testament did over and over and right. over and over and over and again, and they kept creating these idols and they kept creating this this God and this thing and that, and then we do it today with so many different things. Okay, we've gotten way off topic, but, but well, and still just talking about this perspective of how yes. we see that, yes. and when you're talking about we see things through that keyhole, mm-hmm. what we do is we have that, and it's. What we actually, it probably is there at least at that moment, Mm. what we can see through that keyhole. But then what we do, because that's all we can see, is we fill in the rest of the picture with our own ideas based Mm. on what we see in that keyhole, and we make it real. Yes. We pretend it's real. Right. Right. So we decide this is what I know. So all the rest of this must be correct. And in our mind, that is what's happened. That's where even our memories may not be exactly what they were Mm -hmm. because we have filled in a lot of the picture on our own. And, And so, you know, taking that back to what we're talking about today Hmm. is when we are going from the perspective of just who am I, that temporary, that you're saying perspective, Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. rather than who is God, if we're coming at it from who am I, then we look at somebody else and we know little bits about somebody else Mm -hmm. And we fill in the rest of the picture on Mm. our own and make that real to us. Mm. And one thing when we were just discussing this earlier, going through some things that I had mentioned is is it's kind of like, um, and I've had this happen a lot. It's probably why I use this. But it's like um, buying a present for somebody else. And it could be a really good friend. Mm Mm-hmm. And you've spent time together. And so say it was Jeff and I, just as an example, and maybe we were at one point talked about trains. And if I said, I really like trains, and I I don't even know why I've used this because it's not like I have this big thing for trains, but, you know, it just came up. It's it's, It's a secret 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 thing she she doesn't even know she has this okay desire, this, this <laughs> passion for trains all right <laughs> anyway they are cool but okay anyway so if we that and i say something like oh i really like trains and oh isn't this cool and if jess says oh yeah that is neat you know just in passing or whatever 
in my mind, I can build the thought of, oh, he really likes them too. Mm. So then for a birthday gift, Christmas gift, whatever, anniversary gift, sorry, Melanie, whatever, I get you <laughs> some kind of a train set. Yes, Melanie would love for you to get us a train set for our anniversary. <laughs> that would be yeah, I'm that sure. would be awesome. I'm sure. <laughs> so, you know, and if if that was something I gave you, then on Jeff's side, he could be going okay what what do i do with this train set does she even know anything about me you know and it's and and this is kind of a funny example but it happens all the time because Mm -hmm. we fill in those places that we assume about somebody else and we make it real Mm -hmm. and so when we're looking at the thing of who are others to me there's so much of that well, every bit of it, if we're not coming at it from the perspective of who is God, then it truly is based on me, even if I feel like I'm totally focused on everyone else. Yeah, good. And by the way, whenever she says this happens all the time, understand that when she's saying that, she's saying that she gives train sets as gifts all the time. Um, <laughs> so much so that her Amazon Smile account is on auto ship to send train sets on a, on a monthly basis. Okay, don't listen to him because that's all <laughs> just what I've talked about. That's Jeff's own fabrication of. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Okay, all right. Well, it just somehow made sense to me. <laughs> <laughs> but but yeah, I in in and I'm joking about yeah, your illustration, yeah. but but the but the the point is exactly right because we 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 have this picture of this is the way the world is, um, this is the way my world is, and it's the way my world is today, right? Um, um, in and then, um, and there's a, a about. 12 different points I want to make here all at the same time, and I know I can't do it, so I'm, I'm now in my head choosing which one I want to go to. But, you know, you know, even whenever we think about the way the world is today, when we, one, of the, one of the challenges that we have is whenever, whenever things do change, when other temporary things do change the way the world is today, the, then we struggle with the loss of something changing. Because in, in, in the reason for that, by my argument, is because our longing is for the permanent. Our longing is for God. Our, 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 the, our longing is for union with the permanent God, the unlimited permanent God. And so, so but we're superimposing on, on things. We're trying to maintain stability with something that's unstable. Um, but but you're you're right. You know, when we look at other people, then we go, okay. Well, their their experience must be the same as our experience. Their desires must be the same as my desires. Because one, it validates my desires. It validates me. Whenever I have this this longing to be validated, look. If if people have have a struggle with empathy, and I it, it, and I understand there is a. There is a, a function within the brain that, that allows that. There's a place within the brain that, that allows for empathy. And for some, it is more difficult than others. But, but it, what I see in, as a counselor, what I see in people is, is often they resist empathy, not out of um, a dysfunction within the brain's 
function, uh, ability to, to empathize, but they, they struggle with it because it, it would invalidate their very unstable internal structure. Like I, I have to be this, and this is the way I, this is the way I was raised, and this is the way it's always been, and this is the way I have always been. And if and anybody, it's a sign sees, of weakness. Yes, absolutely, <laughs> it, 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 it is. It, it's, it's a sign of weakness. It is a sign of weakness um, to not. Their, their perspective is it's a sign of weakness to not do that, but it's actually a sign of weakness to not be able to empathize with another, to not be able to see beyond who you are or who you think you are because you're not who you think you are. Um, you know, that's just that because you're, you're placing your stability on a temporary thing and it's not real. And listen, this is hard. Yeah. It's hard, not, it's just hard anyway. Yeah. But then it's especially hard because we live in a culture where it's all about me. Mm. It's all about what I mm. want. Mm -hmm. It's mm -hmm. all about what makes me feel good. It's all about what doesn't offend me. Mm -hmm. It's all about oh, everything that has to do with me. Mm -hmm. So not only are we just fighting our human nature of looking <laughs> beyond ourselves or starting from God in that, we are told on a day-by-day, hour-by-hour basis in everything in our culture that nothing else matters. Yeah. God's not even in the equation either. It's a about me. Yeah. Or it could be in Christian circles, ones where God is technically in the equation, but it's still all about what he's going to do for me and how great things are going to happen for me because of him you know and i'm yeah. gonna have all this and do all this because i'm a christian yeah 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 interesting interesting thought there you know so so if we evaluate the quality of life um or the quality of our experience we, we evaluate it based on the quality of life for nearly eight billion individuals Right, so it's eight, nearly eight billion individuals on the planet, and the quality of their individual life. Right. All right. So let's think that out a moment. Okay. So if the quality of life for eight, nearly eight billion, I'm just going to say eight billion because uh, it'll get there in a few short years. Um, so quality of life, eight billion people. What's their definition of quality of life? Okay, couple of couple of significant problems. One, it's all different, and you can't even understand fully the quality of life definition for the person living in your house with you, much less the other eight billion people on the planet. Right. Um, you know, as a as a counselor, you know, I I, I see count uh, couples pretty regular. And when I do see couples, you know, there's always this disconnect. And when I'm seeing these, these couples, there's, there's a disconnect between themselves and the other. Mm -hmm. You know, they're thinking, of they're, 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 they're dealing with their own stuff and they're going, I, you know, but I'm not seeing the needs of the other. I'm, I don't understand the quality of life definition from the other person. And, and that's just 
one person. Right. The most important person in your life, the person that you, you're, you're supposed to be the most attentive on and you can't clearly identify. And, you, right. and look, you, you, you want to do the best you can, but it is very difficult even in that one setting to, to, to one, understand the quality of, of life definition from another, but then to help impact the quality of life for that one other person. Right. Because here's the challenge, that person also doesn't really fully understand their definition of a quality of life. They, they know what doesn't feel good. They know what doesn't, you know, it doesn't, this, this sensation, eh, this doesn't feel right. I don't like this, but I don't know exactly what I want. But so, so if we're trying to live out a life based on the quality of life, the, this is going to be better. This is going to improve. This is going to be good. Look, it's, my apologies for anybody who would be offended by this statement, but it's a fool's game um, because it will never happen. And it can't for everybody. Yeah, it, it, and it can only happen for a, a few of us at a time. Right. Um, it, but you know, whenever it gets better, whatever that means, it gets better. Better, better is typically defined as less pain, mm-hmm. um, less struggle, less suffering. Um, and winning, and, you know, if I'm winning over right. somebody else, okay, well, if you're winning, that means somebody's losing, right? Right, exactly. And, uh, and so that's not, that, that's not the objective at all. I don't know if you've seen Wonder Woman 84, but that's... that's I can't remember if we did or not. But that's the story. <laughs> <laughs> so don't leave me hanging, bro. What <laughs> No, you, now you guys just go watch it if you don't know if you see it. But that's the whole okay. thing of if everybody's winning. Oh, okay, yeah. It's it's not it's it doesn't work. Yeah, yeah. And and um and we have this idea that we want this great utopian society mm. but it's because we're in a temporary place and we're not in heaven with God or here with God yeah. in everything and everybody going according to that purpose, yeah. it is not going to be no. a utopian society. No, We're not going to have that perfection. And even our idea of it, it does not mean that's what it's going to be in the end. Right, right. You know, it's, it's, it's a... Um, a foolish idea yeah yeah and and if we sound pessimistic we're not we're just this is just this is reality this is real and not not observable reality this is from god this is god's statement god is the only one that knows god is the only one that's permanent god is the only one that is aware everybody else is is we're all all the rest of us we're all delusional okay let's let, let's just call it what it is we're all delusional um and we're just kind of trying to do the best we can but look our if the obje- the objective is relationship with God and that's it everything all this other stuff is just delusion it's ridiculous and if we have our perspective from the part of God mm-hmm. then we can live in that place that is not so delusional mm. because yes. mm-hmm. 
we have that from his understanding. So it's not saying just that's it, everybody's delusional and there's no hope. Mm -hmm. No, there is, but it's based on how we, our true perspective of the way things go. And when I look at, so if I'm looking at who are others to me, Mm And if I am trying to, um, you know, you were talking about even people who are married and and they're trying to figure this out and don't really know things. A lot of times what we tend to do is we fill out this picture. Like I said, we make this basis of somebody else, make our own rules for ourselves and other people based on what we've experienced and what we think that they need. So we make these rules and then things change. Mm. And we don't know how to deal with it mm-hmm. when circumstances change, people change. I mean, I've had um, taste changes mm. over life, things I didn't like before and I like now or things I used to like that I just don't like at all now. Mm-hmm. I mean, it's it's just a change. Yeah. And it's not, um, it, it, so if you have a thing of, okay, I married this person 30 something years ago and they didn't like this. Mm. And then you spend your life trying to, you know, and they've had a change in taste, say just, and, and you're so caught up with, well, you didn't used to like that. You mm-hmm. didn't use, you know, and what I'm saying is mm-hmm. we build these things on temporary mm-hmm. and we make them permanent and then it shatters our walls and we feel out of control. Yes. And the whole problem is, is because we're trying to control. Come on, you're right. And we're basing it on our own ideas, our own thoughts, our own struggles Mm -hmm. and trying to make these rules so things make sense yeah we want everything to make sense and to work right so we make our own rules of that and expect other people to follow along with them and if you don't okay well then we're not as close as i thought Mm. and and then it's a either a well you are very wrong or it's a well it's your life whatever you want to do but it's but it's still this idea of but these rules i have made based on my own life it's what's real it's what's permanent and it should apply to everybody else and if we're coming from that center place a lot of times that's what it is yeah yeah exactly yeah and because you're trying to create this as, as you said this utopian experience for yourself Right. If I'm trying to create meaning in, in, in the, again, often we don't know what that utopian experience means, but we know what we don't want. And so we're trying to, to eliminate our pain. We're trying to eliminate. And so what would that look like? Well, sometimes that might mean, okay, well, I've got the best relationship and a person who just only thinks about me and they're there to wait on me hand and foot. And I'm shopping at Neiman Marcus and I'm, you know, I'm driving the best cars because that's proof that I'm winning. I'm winning and it's all about me, all about me, all about me. Well, then, then if it's all about me, who are others to me? They're one of two things. They're either people that are adding to my utopian experience or they're taking away. 
Mm-hmm. So you're you're either for me or you're against me. Right. Um, and so, so who said that? God said you're right. either for me or against me. Right. Now you're going. He has every right to say that because you are. You're either for him or you're against him. But he is unlimited. He is God. Right. He ha- he's permanent. He so knows everything. Right. We don't. Right. So <laughs> so if you're saying it's all about me and people are either for me or against me, they're either adding to my utopian experience or they're taken away from it, then are you pl- putting yourself in the place of God? Absolutely. Which is exactly what Eve did, what the serpent um uh, tempted Eve to do in the garden was to, pl- to place herself in the place of God. Um, so, in, in, and again, look, here's the point. In, whenever God says you're either for me or against me, he's saying you're either for our union together, you're uniting with me, or you're rejecting me. Um, so it's... It, 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 you know, so when we're defining others, we're looking at them. So if we look at it from the perspective of God, me, meaning he's permanent and who is God and he is he's unlimited, he is everything. Um, and I don't when I say everything, I don't mean like he's leaves. I'm, I'm you know, <laughs> in that kind of thing. I'm saying he is has created everything. He has spoken everything into existence. He just said, let it be. And there it was. Okay. Um um, there is nothing beyond him. There is nothing outside of his attention. He is ne- never for a fraction of a fraction of a fraction of an iota of a second, um, of a millisecond, has, has anything been beyond his attention. He's never been, oh, oh I missed that. He's never, he's never, nothing has ever been missed by him. Um, nothing is beyond his love. Nothing is beyond that. Um, we reject him. But, but nothing is beyond his love. He's, he's unlimited. So if we come at it from that perspective, now how do we view other people? We view people completely different. They're not a commodity or, or, or a, a, they're not a, a liability or an asset to us. They are, they, are, they are loved by God. They are a creation of God. Who is God? Remember, go back to who is God. God is, is, is unlimited in, in unlimited ways. But if I come at it from me and I need to, to take away this pain, I need to take away this, this, this experience, this was a negative experience, this hurt me, I need to gain more, I need to add more. You're either a liability or an asset to me. And how long will you be a liability or an asset to me as long as you do good things that add to me? And, and we may look at this, you may look at this and say, oh, well, I'm not a selfish, selfish person, so I must be looking at it from the other way because I do all this for other people. Mm. And I, you know, <laughs> care about other people. And, and here's the thing, this, here's the line. You could be somebody that is spending your whole time and feel like everything I do is for other people, you know, because I care about them, so I'm doing this for them. And and you have to look at that motivation behind it. Mm. And it can look very unselfish, but if the motivation behind it is still comes down to 
I do this because I want this kind of feeling Mm -hmm. back from them. I want these words back from them that, oh, you're doing a good job. I want, uh, I expect this, whatever it is, in return from these people, then even though you feel like it's a very unselfish perspective, it's a selfish perspective. You just don't realize it. Where doesn't mean everything you do for everybody else is because of that. If I do things for other people and it is regardless of what they give back, regardless of what they say to me, any of that, okay, I'm just helping and I'm going on, then that can be more from God's perspective because they're people that need something and he cares about them. And it's not based on me at all. That's how you look at it. If anything I do is totally based on me, Mm -hmm. then that's when you're coming at it from that perspective Mm -hmm. and it may feel all good and toasty like I'm doing this for everybody else and oh I give so much for everybody else and if it's because you want accolades Mm -hmm. if it's because you want somebody to pat you on the back if you get all upset because somebody didn't say um, oh that was so good of you to do that or we're so you know glad you did that and you're looking for that then that's not a godly perspective it's from our own and so we have to be careful that just because we talk about this coming from ourselves Mm -hmm. doesn't mean you're sitting there and just telling everybody well it's what i want and this is what i Mm -hmm. know it can be disguised in a way that looks like you are very selfless But if you walk away from those things hurt and upset Mm -hmm. and defeated because you didn't get in return what you expected from those acts of service, then it's still a self-motivation. Yeah, yeah, it's the triple S, selective selfless story. (laughs) (laughs) Right. Yes, because I will tell you, I will tell you part of the story that I am selfless to certain people in certain situations at a certain time, um, but I'm not going to tell you the story where I am selfish, where I am thinking about me. And look, an interesting thing that came up in my mind. Sometimes we don't tell ourselves that story, too. exactly. Yeah, yeah, that's exactly right. We don't tell ourselves the story um, because that would be too painful. And we're trying to create this utopian world. We're trying to create a a painless world, um, which is not the objective (laughs) at all. Um, But, you know, what was interesting, as you were saying that, I was thinking about Jesus um, which always should be a, yeah. I think about. that's <laughs> it's a great objective. I was thinking about Jesus, you know, and so whenever you know, um, you know, one he came as a servant. He didn't come to be served. Um, he came to be a servant and sacrifice himself. But even the way he treated other people that would be dismissed, you know, he didn't dismiss them. Um, but I've got a, a a a caveat to that in just a moment. 
but he he didn't dismiss them. So you know the the dude who was who was demon possessed and he's out there naked and he's out in the the wilderness and going wackadoodle and and saying crazy stuff and, and you know and then um, Jesus goes out there and they're like ah, let's leave that alone and Jesus no let's go out there let's take care of this let's let's cast the the these demons this legion of demons into the swine and they go flying off the cliff um, great he's been saved and then there's lepers nobody touches them no um, this person's blind no we're just ignore we'll we'll toss him a few trinkets so we feel good about ourselves mm-hmm. but Jesus does more right. um, Jesus gets messy oh this is a prostitute um, she's you know she's sleeping around with men for that's how she she makes her money and so Jesus is like yes you can wash my feet with your hair um, you mean you mean he's not saying oh I better not talk to her because other people will think mm, right. that something's happening right other people will think this so i'm not going you mean he didn't do that no no he didn't no he didn't at all and in the and i would i would argue the reason why he didn't is because he was thinking in terms of who is god look this is jesus is 100 percent god and 100 percent man but his perspective using our you know perspective questions this is why there was a difference this is why there was a difference is because his perspective came from 100% God. He, he Even was, though he was human here for a temporary amount of time. Right, right. right. And, and look at Philippians, you know, whenever he says he limited himself. So he was, he was, he was, he was unlimited and he limited himself, took on the form of a man, but he still understood the unlimited nature of God. He understood who God was. And so since he understood who God was and God created all things, God created the people um, that he's interacting with, he was able to come at it from that perspective rather than this person is an asset or this person is a liability to me. That wasn't at all. Now, understand that here's the caveat that I that I forecasted. And that caveat is this. Sometimes he didn't respond to their exact need. He didn't create he didn't meet their pain. He didn't solve their pain. He didn't create the utopian world for them individually. Why? Because all of it, all of it is bigger than you and me, the pain, the, the experiences, the needs, the desires. All of it is bigger than that. How big is it? God. That's how big it is. How big is God? Unlimited. Unlimited. So it's all about what's the purpose? You know, even whenever he was at the wedding, um, and then his mother says, "Hey, we're out of out of we're out of wine. They're out of wine. This is going to be a problem for this this couple." Um, and he's like, "Mom, you know, it's yes. it's not time." Um, and she's like, "Well, I know you can do something about this." Um, he's like, "Okay," and he ends up doing it. But it's all it, in the story. The ultimate story is it's all bigger than even just this one thing. Right. Um, I'm not yet, it's not yet time. It's not yet time. You know, I, I, I can't remember if I said this on a podcast or in a conversation with somebody else. I, was, I'm, I, I sat for a couple of hours one day just thinking about the fact that, that look, Jesus, um, for 30 years, for 30 years, had this message, had this message of the good news that he had to sit on. Um, and why would he do that? 
why would he do that? Because it's all much bigger. It's all bigger than than the people that he encountered for for the 30 years. It's much bigger than him being the carpenter's son, the the son of 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 two young people, um, two teenagers mm-hmm. who had a child before they were married and had to explain to people how that occurred um, when they weren't had never been together. Right. They were, you know, they weren't you know, parking in the back of the, the buggy, you, yeah. know, <laughs> you know, they, they weren't, um, you know, at the, at the drive-in or, you know, whatever the, I don't know, I, I'm going <laughs> off too far. You know, they, she was a virgin, yet she had a child. Right. He was that child. And, and so for 30 years, there was this, this story, this thing. And so he's looking at other people and he's evaluating them, not based on their asset or their liability to him, um, and their their challenge, their their needs, their their pain. He saw them going through need and pain, and and they had desire, and they were they were challenged by experiences. He saw all of that. Um, but guess what? Here's the thing: it was all something bigger. And we we think, what could be bigger than my need? And that's the problem. Because we're basing it on our need. Exactly. And that's where, that's where the cross, I was just sitting there thinking of this when you're talking about that, that's where the cross is more than just the message of he died for my sin. Mm. Because see, these apostles, these disciples that were with him, they still truly believed that him Jesus is the Messiah he's going to set up his kingdom right there mm-hmm. and everything's going to be better yeah and everything you know and then boy the romans they're going to get theirs and you know caesar's going to be knocked out of this or whatever cuz Jesus is going to set up his kingdom right here and we're all going to be right there with it mm-hmm. and they didn't they didn't get it they didn't get it that it wasn't going to work out that way. They had this idea. And so part of the message of the cross is they, that I feel is that they had this idea based on their old wants and desires and everything that, okay, we're going to be right here on the front lines of this grand thing that's happening whenever he's the king here on earth in a few years or whatever it is when he's this and we're all going to be set and what happens he dies right and their hopes are dashed Mm. and and i feel like part of the message of the cross is i am showing you completely how this life is temporary because it's not based on whether I'm living right here and set up a kingdom right here, right now. Right. It's not about right here. And that's where I think part of that message of the cross is you think it's ending, but this is just showing you that I am more. Yeah. 
and 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 pulling that all back to this it's that lesson of if we're looking at him not from our own personal perspective Mm. but we're looking at him from that bigger picture then it all makes sense yes absolutely absolutely right yeah so um I think I'm going to wrap it up because we're we're at 43 Wait, minutes. Let oh, me say ahead. my one thing that we okay. said before that we wanted to yes, yes, add in yes. and just so I can just mention this. So we've talked about who are others to me, and one things that I one thing that I want to say is a few years ago, I was going through some very difficult times, mm. and so I know I was very much living in that who am I to myself because it was my survival. Mm. Now being on the other side and even though we're human we still have moments on the inside i mean we both agree on that but um still primarily living trying to live on that outside of looking from the who is god perspective my relationships with people are different Mm. and i see that Mm -hmm. it's it's easier i mean i'm just gonna say doesn't mean that there's not hard things that happen but i'm not as worried about everything and so it's easier so i see that difference in the relationship but when you are in that place where you are looking at everything from who am i to myself you cannot see anything else Mm. and there is a difference and um and i just mentioned it like a hurt dog a hurt dog that's been abused Mm -hmm. And they go into a home, they're skittish at everything. They run from everybody. They're because everything is a thought of what if they're gonna hurt me? Mm-hmm. What if they're gonna do this? Mm-hmm. And so it's only focused on that. Where a dog that's in a happy, healthy home will lick everybody and love everybody and all of that. It, it's a different perspective and it's based on whether it's your survival. Yep. or not and I'm just saying if this even this that we've talked about is hard for you to get Mm -hmm. and you don't understand why some of these things aren't (laughs) Mm -hmm. valid responses or something like that or why it's not the way it should be then I'm just asking just try to step out Mm -hmm look at it from the other perspective even if it doesn't seem to make sense because i'm telling you once you do you will see the difference but you have to get out of that center okay yeah exactly yeah that's that's great yeah it, and and i'll just wrap it up and say this that you know if if you view if you view the world if you view others specifically that's the question if you view others starting with god then they are a cherished infinitely valuable creation of the unlimited God. That's who others are. If you view it from your own pain, your own needs, desires, fears, and experiences, then they will be a shifting or temporary evaluation of either an asset or a liability. So so how are you viewing them? Are you viewing them as a potential asset to your, your, your striving for utopia? Or are you viewing them as a liability, a, a hindrance to your striving for utopia? And understand if you're striving for a utopia in this world, then you're striving for a foolishness because it's, ne- you're never, it's not possible. 
It's mm-hmm. not possible. Quit being a fool and quit trying trying to strive for something that is that there is it's complete and total utter impossibility. Um, now you can create it in in a fantasy um, in your own mind, but it's not real. Um, that's not the objective. What well, the objective is union with God, joining with the glory of God is the way I put it, but union with the unlimited God. That is the objective. And again, how we view others, if we're starting there, if we start with God, we see them as cherished, infinitely valuable creations of the unlimited God because that's the way he sees them. Regardless of what they say or do to me or any of that, yeah, it doesn't absolutely. matter. Right, right. Exactly, yeah. exactly. And, and, and listen, this is... If you can get this, I, I feel like this is a such an important mm. podcast. Yes, and and we'll, I'll tell you that we, looking at our schedule, almost thought we had recorded it. Almost had missed it in a way mm-hmm. because we had skipped over it for whatever we didn't mean to, but it just yeah, happened. It's accidental, but. I'm telling you, this is so important because this is the we can understand a little bit more of how we try to perceive others because that's the closest to us. Even in this graphic, that's the closest to us. And if you can see that and maybe realize that, hmm, I may not be thinking of things as I should and look at it differently, it is such a life changer. Yeah. It is so important. Yeah, yeah, yeah. In in, you're not not trying to extend this any further than it needs to be. But we could talk about this for for a very long time. And and we may need to revisit it at times because yeah. it is important. Yeah, you're you're right. You know, and and I'm trying to remember exactly what we talked about in this podcast and what we didn't. And the reason why I'm I'm struggling with that is because we actually. You, you know, to talk about the fact that we skipped this subject uh, on accident. Um, we we actually skipped two episodes on accident um, when we right. were get, looking at our 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 subject list. Um, we accidentally skipped them. Not only that, but earlier we recorded this podcast. Um, it was great. Too. Yes, it was. It was in it, it, and it kind of went. It didn't go a completely different direction, but it had some different things. Um, different points that we made and we realized that at 14 minutes and four seconds it stopped because our our uh, sim card got full which i'd looked at it two weeks ago and it had plenty of space so i don't know what happened there but but so i i'm not trying to turn this into this this um, battleground thing um maybe it is and maybe it's not mm-hmm. but i'm telling you there was something that you know we We've struggled actually to get this episode out for whatever reason, um, and I'm hoping we don't have. You know, now we're recording it; it's not even out in the world yet. Yeah. Um, if you're hearing it, then great, we, we were able to overcome. But we are not moving on from this one till it gets done. Yes, <laughs> exactly. You know, I mean, it, it it is, and 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 it's very delayed. Um, it's very delayed even getting out right. of the world. Right. Um, it is a it is such an important topic. It's it's. And there's so much value in and understand. We're not we're not tooting our own horn. Um, understand, um, um, we're we're not tooting our own horn. Um, we 
we we just we see things from a from a I I would say a very biblical perspective, um, which 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 makes life um, it doesn't it, it doesn't make life with others easier to see it from a biblical perspective. It doesn't make life in the Christian circles, Christian, and I'm quote, air quoting right. <laughs> right now, Christian circles any easier. It makes it more difficult. Um, okay. We're, we're apparently going to go a full hour. That's okay. <laughs> Stick with us. Um, I I was in a training a week or I think it was last week, sometime last week, and I was in this training um, that was supposed to be three days. I went to one day of it. Um, it was for Christians, and I'm not going to say the name of it, although I probably should, but I'm not going to. I'm not going to throw them under the bus. Um, go to them personally, right? That's the that's the, the model. Um, but it was supposed to be a Christian um, organization for Christian authors, speakers, um, uh um, content creators training them you know kind of on the process all right here's the, the process was good the process was was fine it's, it's uh, this person kept saying nobody else is telling you this i've heard exactly what this person was saying 20 other times and 20 right. other trainings from all kinds of different um, worldviews. so there was nothing unique in it whatsoever um it was more expensive than others, but nothing unique. Um, so, anyway, um, but what? Here's what disheartened me, and I'm and when I say disheartened, I was, I was, I wept. I was kind of um, righteously angry. I was angry, angry without sinning, as Scripture says, "Be angry without sinning." I, you know. I, so I, you know, I didn't hurt anybody, um, you know, in the process. Right, right. But, but I was angry because I was frustrated that this was called Christian, because um, it wasn't, it wasn't Christian at all. In and, and, um, and however, if you had, if I had been in this this training um, just a few years ago, I would have said, "Oh man, this is so Christian. It's you know, it's like." Super Christiany, you know, You're right? Because I, I would have thought it was, because um, I was so disillusioned. I was so, and and I will tell you why I was disillusioned, because I was still coming from, who am I to myself? I was still coming from the center point. I was still coming from this is what I need. Now look, I'm going to tell you, my needs haven't changed. My needs, my desires, my fears, my experiences haven't changed, and if anything, they've probably gotten more in. I don't know if they're more intense now. Um, but my, my needs are, are significant. Um, right. My desires are significant. Um, the pain and suffering that I feel internally um, is significant. Like, I, you know, when I say I weep, I mean, I'm seriously, I weep. Um, and, um, but I'm not going to believe the lies um, that are the false prophets, the, the falseness that comes from, Hey, 
let me tell you how to solve this little problem and how to create this utopia on in on earth let me ha- tell you how to eliminate your pain let me tell you how to shop at neiman marcus let me tell you how to you know, et cetera, et cetera, how, to, how to, to make this better and how to, how to improve your status in the world and how to blah, blah, blah. Here's what I want to know, and here's all I want to know. One is I want to know how to love God, and I want to know how to love others. Um, that's what I want to know. Um, I want to know how to love God. Um, how do I love God? Um, it is I'm going to assume some incredible things about him and and for me how i wrap that up is he's unlimited he's unlimited in unlimited ways because if i were to sit and and unpack all of that what that means you'd be listening to me for for 60 years and i would not stop and i wouldn't repeat anything because it's just endless (laughs) and then i we wouldn't finish i would just die i'd be dead so you wouldn't be able to listen to me anymore um all right so um you know, so I can't unpack, but he's unlimited in unlimited ways. That, and I assume that, and it doesn't matter what happens. You know, if, 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 you know, I lose everything financially, he's unlimited in unlimited ways. If I'm abandoned, if I'm rejected by all people everywhere, and I'm I'm completely alone, uh, he's unlimited in unlimited ways. Um, if if the most tragic things happen, he's unlimited in unlimited ways, and he's working all things to good, working everything for better. No, not necessarily. I mean, you know, working everything for painlessness. No, Jesus suffered on the cross. That wasn't painless. That was good. That was very good. That was the go- the goodest of the good, right? <laughs> right. Um, right. So so, and how do I love others? Here's how I love others. I see them from the perspective of God. I see them as cherished, infinitely valuable creations of the unlimited God, because that's who they say that He, he says they are. Um, right. If I if I see them any other way, then it is the arrogance of myself. It is me trying to elevate myself. It is me trying to overcome my own pain. It is me trying to overcome my own limitations. It is me placing placing my importance above. God even, not even other people, right? not even other people. If I place myself above other people, I'm placing myself above the importance of God because I'm contradicting God's perspective. Right, right, definitely. And, and, and understand what we're, what I know that Jeff is saying in this is in these Christian, air quote, (laughs) circles, Mm -hmm. with whenever the idea is put out that Christianity is a buy-in to have all these things and now you know life is gonna give you all the prosperous things and help you drive the good cars and then you're not gonna have as many trouble you know that's the idea Mm -hmm. of a lot of things or that all of a sudden your super spirituality is going to change all these other things. Whatever it is, mm-hmm. understand that that's based on me. Mm-hmm. That is based on me. Mm-hmm. And whether I have those things or whether I don't, it doesn't change who God is. Right. It doesn't change who he is. So why am I focused on that 
anyway. Yeah, it's good. It's good. All right. We get a little passionate there, so. <laughs> um, yeah, this is a strong one. Yes, it is. We'll 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 come back and visit it again because you're right. It, it, there's so much more we could talk about. Don, thank you. Thank um, you. And uh, we'll see you next time. All right. Bye bye. To learn more about the Truly Unlimited podcast, Alethe's resources, No One Dismissed, a comprehensive ministry plan for addressing intense emotional pain, or our other resources, go to alethesresources.com. And Alethes is spelled A-L-E-T-H-E-S. Alethesresources.com. Or find us on Facebook, Twitter, or Instagram.